0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition. Bob does sports podcast here. Uh, We appreciate the support. We are booming here and we are joined here with a guy who I honestly, Bob, I'm not just saying this to pump your tires and be dead serious. If you didn't have the whole PGA Tour thing going on, if we were to have a fourth for the Bob does sports team, that would be our fourth he's hilarious. That would be our He's course. a hell of a golfer, a golfer. And he's, Yeah, he's a great golfer. You. You know, Both are true.
1: Yeah. And anybody think... who brings me donuts before we play a round of golf, in my books, yeah. is, uh, is A-OK.
0: There's some guys that just get it,
1: man. <laughs> he, he's got the sauce.
0: He does have the sauce. <laughs> yeah, trying. he showed up. We did the scramble against you, Bo. And then I was going to follow Big Wave Dave, your caddy now. He, prior, was with a guy named Sammy Ryder. We still love our guy Sammy Ryder, but we were just going to follow Big Wave Dave's career because he found us really early. He would always give us tickets. We got very blessed for Big Wave to come on over to Team Hostler because I was a little worried when he left. I'm like, oh, shit, am I going to like the guy that he's going to be with? Right. Not that you give a shit, <laughs> but <laughs> I think we got very blessed with a guy like Blow Hostler
2: Yeah, it worked out. Um, Big Wave's a legend. God, obviously. he's amazing. Sam Ryder, another legend. Not a good guy. Also, yeah. uh... Shout out team Dirty Mike Sam Ryder as well. Gets, oh yeah, he gets back rows from Dirty Mike too. Does he really? Oh
0: yeah. That is the name of uh. Would you consider Dirty Mike your masseuse, which is quite a Physio. name for him? <laughs> Physio, <laughs> yeah, He yeah, first first time, first, first yeah.
2: yeah. On the weeks that we get Airbnb, chef too. Part time. Wow. You know what? Well, he cooks um, it up. I mean, I, I can't say it. You know, love Dirty Mike. It's not restaurant quality gourmet, but it's it's more than adequate for uh, you're staying at home. Like if you're you with the boys and Dirty Mike's cooking it up, you're thrilled.
3: What's the best when Dirty Mike says he's cooking X tonight? What gets you the most <laughs> yeah. excited?
2: Yeah, he, I think great Q. He's Italian. His family's them. Italian. He's from New York. Long okay, Long they're not messing around with like the meatballs and pasta sauce. Like he's like he's he's making the meatballs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he's not going to like buy milk and eggs and breadcrumbs and, crumbs and all bread that. Yeah, like, he's buying the meat, the veal, the whatever is going in it. The breadcrumbs. Boom. It's a process, and so. Most of the time, you knock out of the park. I probably, I mean, normally they're like a 9.8 out of 10. Is that wow. so? No, dirty Mike, wow. we will find wow. out. Wow. I'm Mike. telling you, now we're t- entirely talking pasta and meatballs here. Okay. But it's out <laughs> of the <laughs> park. He, he with That's you? my specialty. Um, yeah, he'll kind of go whatever pasta. We've been on like a little bit of like a chickpea pasta, but okay. he'll make the sauce. But it's like, you know, it's probably his grandma's recipe. Like that. Does, wow. it,
0: does it change, like, the night before as far as what you're eating? As if you guys have a round the next day? If it's an early tea time, like, does Dirty Mike?
2: Yeah, you don't want to hit the pasta and, and meatballs, like, for a 7 a.m. tea time when you might have <laughs> that's Right. Out. You that know what I mean? Out. Yeah. It's got to be an afternoon or a practice round the next day. Well, both said that they, had, they had
0: barbecue, and I thought he was talking about today. I'm like, you're not going to want to have barbecue while you're in the middle of a round or even prior to a round. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were
3: out there walking... Getting some, some video today the tournament <laughs> took a little like you know, stop to have you know, we had a sandwich, you had a plate, you had, I think you had uh, pork nachos and dog like I did. those are amazing. I mean I could have sat there they for thirty were, minutes. I didn't I didn't want to go anywhere. I was
0: hurting, man. Yeah. When you see us out on the tournament, like are you like when you see us by like the ropes, are you like, Oh geez, here we go, like they're gonna you know, shoot the shit again, or is it kind of like, Oh, here we go?
2: No, I'm happy about it. I mean, you guys are good about knowing Ish, the situation. Now, if I just made triple in the hole before, probably not going to be thrilled to see Perez. Oh, not so much today. Taking, yeah. taking a oh, video. Well, asking. not Perez, on, Perez well, gave well, let's him. let's talk about that, yeah. But I'll <laughs> uh, we'll tell you what, you know, just to speak to, you know, the awareness of Big Wave Day. We're out there on, I think, you guys have been here since Tuesday or Monday. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. So Tuesday practice round. We're walking off the range. I just got done with the grind sessions. I mean, it's a million degrees. Yeah, so I'm just white. We're walking, I kind of got my head down, just, just kind of tired, just taking a moment. Wave sees you guys over there, and he goes, oh. Don't think I could forget that silhouette talking about <laughs> Perez. <laughs> <laughs> From like seventy yards out because you can never forget that one. Bro. Yeah, I well, oh, can be a honing beacon yeah, for
3: <laughs> a
1: Big Wave Day.
2: Bro. And then I guess I'm I'm I'll like, take that's that. The yeah, duck man, right there. <laughs>
3: well,
2: but there was tough. this. Uh,
1: we gotta we gotta talk about a situation that happened today, Bob. Oh, because uh, boy, Jack came we. up to me and I said, "Yeah." He yeah. said, "Oh, we saw Bo." I said, "How was he?" He said, "I think he wasn't that happy." And I said, "Well, what happened?" He said. While well, we were talking to him but we found out Big wave told us that Bo had just made a bogey <laughs> and then was on the hole and 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 something happened with I don't know if your shot went off and Perez chose the worst time to be oh. like, looks like it's visor season or something like oh, that yeah. which was not. Ideal timing from the young man. I mean, yeah, it's
3: not like I'd been following for three <laughs> holes. No. saw him whip out, <laughs> him. hook one in the trees, yeah. and I was so like, there, Bo, 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 Bo. Uh, Bo, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah. so you were a birdie <laughs> in. I, like, I just rolled up on him. We were like, Oh, that's Bo in big wave. I was, I was like, oh, visor like, season? Yeah, because like you had texted him that last
1: night. It, like, was, it is. Is it visor, visor season? It? Like, it's always yeah, visor season. For sure. So
2: especially when it's 150 degrees. It's definitely visor season. But I'll tell you what, I wasn't thrilled blew my drive on the last hole into the tree, saw Perez. I still get <laughs> you still love. showed. He showed you love. You did. He showed love. But I could big tell. Big big
3: wave, we could tell. Big Wave in the rear showed. Yeah, just Big Wave just laughing at time. me. I think he's thinking like, oh, you're <laughs> yeah. an idiot. You're an idiot right but, now. But yeah.
2: let's also talk about you through the vibes out there. I thought we were going to be stymied behind the tree chipping out. Sure enough, get up there, off the tree, into the first cut. If Perez hey, walked up to the green, we're ending with oh, a three. First cut season. It was a half-ass effort. We Follow Bo from start
3: to finish. Yeah. Well, I did Here that at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, How I that did bad. that at the Wells, It didn't go so well. Oh, um, mm, but, yeah, went great for Homa. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, maybe I just gotta. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta focus on other people. Spread the love. Didn't Perez.
0: didn't you get Big Wave Dave to wear the Fat Perez <laughs> merch, the hat, the hat? I,
2: was it a pro am day? I mean, it's disrespectful to act like I needed to ask him to wear it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Perez overnighted me tons of swag the smallest medium shirt you've ever seen yeah. yeah we gotta work on that I mean, gildan's you know, gotta be better big wave, i got i got a, I got a peter moore deal you know they hooked big wave up with clothes he's a small now their stuff runs big to be fair, sure but he's like yeah you know medium t-shirt I'm like, yeah, it's appropriate but i didn't it you know comes kind of folded and it's i just so i was small. like hey Perez sent you some stuff too so you know here's your swag he's like oh cool i see him the next day i'm like dude that logo on the shirt's sweet he goes yeah, I mean, if I could like fit it over my head, like my head literally <laughs> didn't <laughs> fit. Yeah. I, almost I mean, didn't mean, The, the designs are gold. The d- Designs are inc- the best I, uh, logo then, in sports.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't it. yeah.
2: My merch guys gonna love here. Merch guys that. coming yeah. at you yeah. with the yeah. rays. So yeah. we made a deal because I don't know if you guys know this. Obviously, caddies have to wear colored shirts under the, under the bib. But there's like Memorial, if you play the Masters, and they I want to say oh I think it's um Fort Worth. The caddies basically get like a white.
3: They get a onesie, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you don't wear a colored shirt the under t-shirt. that. No. It's a t-shirt. Yeah. And so Whoa. just so you know, whoever gives Big Wave Dave, you know, the most dialed in swag that's appropriate to wear under that, which oh. is the, that Fat Perez going to be, shirt I'm going to
3: give him, I have a shirt with, with just my normal logo, like yeah. right here in the center. If he yeah. gets a little like zip down. Well, that's the
2: thing. So you look wow. at like old school, like Stevie Williams, like a deep V.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. the uh, La Cava yeah. does it, too. La yeah, oh, deep, famous deep. for that, it's right? Made, yeah. Made <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on his belly button. He's got like some right. got like a t-shirt a on. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: If your yeah. if your sponsor just was like, all right, for one weekend, we're gonna let you wear a Fat Perez visor. Like, I think we would all come up with like s- scratch as much money we can together to get Could him to rock imagine? a Fat Perez visor. Uh-huh.
3: It's like a NASCAR. Like, just give me like the It'd right quarter so panel. Sick.
2: Be- <laughs> <laughs> I think like, I think the ne- you know this is my opinion. The next silhouette for Perez, especially after today, needs to be just the silhouette with the duck cane no, yes yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean? like, that's the type of stuff that we need <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh we, i guess we got to go into this because i've that's been that's holding school. this cane without yeah. it's the most ridiculous yeah. thing i've ever go seen ahead. all Take right, right fine. Yeah, yeah we'll get into it so i went to a small like d3 school to play golf out of uh, out of high school and like it's in farmville virginia so it tells you all you need to know there's 1100 students pepper done not Pepperdine. Yep. Pepperdine, <laughs> Pepperdine East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're in the middle of nowhere, Goals. and there's not a whole lot going on. So, like, Tractor Supply, if people don't know this, they sell live ducklings and, and chickens. So we decided at some point that we were going to all buy a duckling. Mm-hmm. So we went to Tractor Supply and bought a bunch of ducks. Me and some buddies, and we, you know, we probably had eight ducks. So we all named our ducks, and they get these little areas. Like you, you make basically a home for them. They need like a heat lamp. There's a whole setup, dude. You gotta like clean it out. They, they, all they do is eat and shit, right? Name the
0: duck names, real quick.
3: Uh, we had the ones that I can remember were um, Little Wayne, Little Earl, Tennessee Jed, and uh, Larry Bird, which, was, which is by far the best duck name that you could ever come up with. So. Um, so we had these ducks and like you had them for long enough and like, you know, your duck, I mean, they, they get used to you, right? You're the only thing they see. So like your duck knows you and it got to the point where like that was in the type of college where you could walk around and I would just let my duck out. I'd like walk down the stairs of the dorm. It would just like kind of hop down the stairs and it would follow me across campus was it like Are a mallard you, duck you, yeah it was uh they were called they were blue swedes was that that was the type of duck
0: that's a fancy yeah duck, it, was a nice duck. It, <laughs> it was a nice duck it was kind of yellow and had like
3: a bluish hue to his coat um this is ridiculous by you're the walking way. around campus with these ducks. yeah so they, they would follow you they'd follow behind you they would just sort of like keep like they keep going they'd follow like you, you, were like, you were like, you were mama duck. It's a smart, you were their mama duck. duck. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just their instinct. Right. So we go to class and they'd hang out outside the building and like, there's a bunch of ducks and like when you, and you they all look the same. I don't know what my duck, like if, if you, you, you know, there's 10 ducks here. I have no idea which They're duck's mine, sweets. but I walk by the group of ducks and one of them comes out and starts following you. That's my duck. <laughs> so we go to dining hall. There's a little <laughs> pond by the dining hall. They would go, they'd go play in the pond and you'd come out to eat. You'd walk by him and your duck would come out and follow you back to the dorm room.
1: This, <laughs> this is incredible. incredible. Yeah. This is not the most I ridiculous like podcast you've ever done. I promise you yeah. this is true.
3: Um, so we had these ducks for probably a semester, the better part of a semester, and then it was like, all right, these things are growing a little bit. They are like, you know, the bigger they get, the more they shit. Like, it's there's a lot to this, and like, this is not where a duck should live, right? In this, like, closet of a dorm room. So our buddy had, like, a farm nearby, and we took all the ducks to the farm and sort of, like, we're like we'll come and see him And, like, we knew we weren't going to ever see these ducks again. It was was, that sad? It was a sad day. I'm not going to lie to you. So I've always, like, had a thing for ducks. I hate geese, by the way. Geese are yeah, but everybody- miserable. Yeah. They're ru- They're ruthless, mean nuisance. birds. They're a nuisance. They just shit. They eat. Especially oh, in a golf course, they just, like, walk. They don't give a fuck. And so I hate geese, but I love ducks. So we're walking through the lobby. We're at the peabody hotel in memphis and their thing is they have this duck palace on top of the um the hotel and they they bring these duck da- ducks down in the ceremony at 11 a.m every day they stay in the fountain in the lobby until five and they have a similar ceremony they take them back up the elevator to their duck palace so i find out about this and you guys well mostly you guys find out about this in my duck story from college and you're like we need to get Perez needs to be an honorary duck master for it's like one of these nights it's that we're here real life. which we thought was like you know is that even like achievable like have no idea and like oh it was Cole cuts yeah Cole cuts goes to the front desk and like my buddy loves ducks like, <laughs> we say the peabody specifically because of this duck like because of the ducks mm-hmm. like it would mean so like what do we need to do and they were like it's two hundred dollars, and like <laughs> you got to pay for it. And then like, if there's nobody that's like doing it tonight, then like you can do it. If there's someone that's doing it, like you're out of luck. And like, luckily tonight there was nobody doing this duck thing, and uh, so I just I just followed the lead of the duck. They literally have a guy that is a duck master at this hotel Hold who time. trains these ducks. It's his job. He trains these ducks to do. They he told me he's like they have three months rotations and they bring new ducks and chain them. You know what I was... Anyway, so I got a cane, and, you know, (laughs) this is like... I don't even know. Like I'm gonna have this when I'm 60 and need it. i and I'm gonna have this story. and It's gonna be. Fantastic. You know what I
0: was thinking? Because like I texted you, I wanted to get you over there to see that. I texted Keegan awesome. for him to come. Wild. Rory's thing. at our hotel. Like imagine <laughs> Rory McElroy coming back into the hotel and he sees Perez in the lobby with the, doing the duck
1: show. The right? guys, yeah. PGA Tour just brought on to get yeah. content. To yeah. And, and guys. I started duck to
3: realize. Master. I started to realize at the beginning that this duck master guy is involving a lot of children yeah. in the ceremony. Yeah, like children was, was, are rolling out the carpet. It, they're lining life. it and i'm starting to think like <laughs> this is for kids
0: like,
3: I, i'm a grown man that's going to go through a, a ceremony that basically children do and uh <laughs> yeah, i mean gross. the guy was cool you like knighted me with the duck cane gave me my own duck cane and i'm like you got a certificate too i got a certificate um you know it's one of my only certificates that i got degrees if you will um, he, like, got him off the elevator at the roof, and he's like, I've done my job. Like, you got to get him to the duck palace. So I'm, like, herding these ducks with the cane, <laughs> like, back to their <laughs> little, like,
1: buildings? coop.
2: Yeah, is that what the cane's for?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like, <laughs> you yeah. don't
3: touch him, but it's, like,
1: a little bit of, like... Yeah, so, just guiding them. I'm yeah. just listening to this, and I it's got to right. ask you, Bo, when you... Like we're some of the most outrageous people ever. Like when you came to play with Bob and I, like and you saw me, I was I think I was wearing a lap, le- you know, a tiger shirt and orange pants. Like what is going through your head? Are like, you just like these guys are nuts? Like
2: uh, honestly, a lot of my buddies that I grew up. Were- or goofy like
0: you guys though? Okay, okay. You know? oh, yeah, I'll take that. Wow, so we I'll like take that. that. Yeah, goofy. Oh, nice. I'll fit take right in. and that's one of us. Yeah. I mean so, you're that, a little but bit but of a nut yourself.
2: I mean I'm telling you, I hang out with some goofy. Totally,
0: so I, 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 can, I I think that's sh- why it mixes
2: like just super like who you, cares? No one, you know, not serious at all. You know what
0: we were saying too. Like for us, even like vlogging with people and like doing the different videos that we've been doing it. And that was the first time we did a scramble versus a pro. It's so much more meaningful to get a guy that like understands what we're doing and fits in with us. Mm -hmm. Rather than like the top like five player in the world. Because it just flows so much better when you came on with us. Will you have me on when I'm top five in the world? Fuck yeah. (laughs) yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. You
3: kind of led that one in there a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we would have it regardless. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it just, it's when you have somebody that understands kind of what we're doing, vice versa, I think you're one of us. Like I said, if the whole tour thing didn't ever work I out. I honestly think sometimes
1: we, we need to, like, actually show more respect on the course sometimes because it's like, oh, hey, there's Bo. And it's like, because you're like one of, you're like one of it's the And it's... Sometimes, like, you know, I mean, he's on the range. He's practicing his game. Maybe we should, like, leave him alone a little bit. But, like, I think it's a testament to the fact that what Bob says is, like, I really look at you as, like, one of the crew. Right. Like, you're just uh, – you fit in easily and you're hysterical and you get it. And I think that's the thing for me, which, which I wish we could change for the tour, is that they don't – you just don't get that perspective of, like, you're a perfect example of how funny and, like, how witty and, like, how just – how much you are, because when you're on the course, it's all business. And right. you don't see that element. And I think when the people who follow us and, 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 our, and our followers and stuff, they watch it, they're like, this guy is the best. Right. Because they don't see that on the course. So like, hopefully, you know. like,
2: But well, they also have this mindset as well, to the contrary, where they see a video like we did. Yeah. And then somehow they expect that, oh, they go to the tournament in Memphis. And that's going to be my attitude in the <laughs> tour event. You know yeah, what I'm right. that's true. That's yeah. true. That's
0: like, <laughs> a lot of yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot that's of people you're were surprised. You're a, you're a that, Different guy. No, obviously, saying, like, to some I'm degree. When
2: I'm out here, like I'm competing. Yeah,
3: it's a job. Yeah, right. for sure. It's, it's, and it's we're your trying your to win. Living.
2: We're trying to play the best we can. And obviously, the obviously, especially this week, you guys have seen like the preparation that goes in it's, is like, I mean, dude, it's hot as shit out there. We're all grinding our ass yeah. off. You know what I mean? Like it's brutal. It's no like hit and giggle. But when we're home and with the boys, like, it's a freaking hit and giggle. You're trying to have as much fun as you can, like, shit, shit, talk shit. You know, if whatever, a lot of the guys that I play with at home, like, they're just country club golfers. They're drinking cocktails, doing whatever. Yeah. But obviously, like, I'm very serious when I'm at home doing my work, Mm -hmm. but I'm able to get away from it given the right circumstances, right? But, yeah, to your point, it's, it's probably interesting for you guys to see as well. Yeah, particularly early in the week. This week, I bet it was eye opening for you guys to see. Because I've seen you during the tournaments, but I'm not sure. Have you guys come out before and watched? Normally, Normally Wednesday, Wednesday was Normally early, Wednesday, yeah, anything, and that's right? what
0: yeah. was cool. I mean, there's nobody else out there, so you right. really get to see it. Also, I think with this tournament, it's so important that like right. you even feel it. You feel that it's more tense. Sure than other tournaments, even when it was just yeah. us out
3: there. I mean, if you go to, like, I would imagine that, like, the Heritage at Hilton Head the week after Augusta is a much different vibe from everybody, even the most serious guys generally sure. than, you know, the first stop of the playoffs where a guy is outside the top 60 and needs to get needs to get his job. I mean, you know, you might not even take your family out here. Like, you right. you want to fully focus. Like you said, the heat, there's so much more to it, like staying hydrated, staying I mean, it takes a lot out of you. And if you come here on a Tuesday and Wednesday and you don't feel like you have your best stuff and you need to find it, like, in the heat, like, that's that's stressful. I can't imagine what that's like. like that's crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's what we do. So it's not like we, it's not like we, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I don't have to, like, force myself to go to work. Like, I know that my goal Monday to Wednesday is, my game could be in great shape, and I don't feel like I have to do that much, or I could be like, "Holy shit!" Like Mayday, like yeah, gotta rebuilding. Yeah, yeah. What's the grip you like? Yeah. <laughs> so, How but many? But I mean, you... stuff like that, even like equipment, right? Like you probably saw equipment reps going back and forth. Yeah, like, sure. yeah. And all that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, so
3: I would imagine like wedges, like specifically early in the week when it's dry, and I get. I think this is, like you said, it was. This is generally a firm and fast right. golf course where you obviously don't want very much bounce on a wedge is I'm getting super tech, like, well for you guys probably technical, but, and then some rain like this comes and these guys have gotten their setup potentially or brought their kind of firm and fast wedges right. and, you know, tour vans leaving on Wednesday afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. And that rain comes through, fortunately comes through Tuesday right. and not Wednesday night. Right. Do you, th- I guess this question, do you carry around, do you carry diff? do you vary that much on your wedge setup based on that? And do you, kind of bring a backup in case some weather like this comes?
2: Um, I have. I, um, to be honest, for me, like when it gets like this, I'll actually just use like my sandwich, for example, I have the Bermuda. Right? Okay. But other guys will carry multiple 60-degree wedges. I don't think you'll see them switch pitching wedge, gap wedge, sand wedge, but definitely lob wedge. There's guys, um, tons of guys out here that carry multiple lob, two to three lob wedges a week. Okay. For exactly what you're talking about, turf conditions, whatever. I personally don't. I've just used the same one for um, basically the whole year. Reason being, I don't love changing how it reacts in the fairway and the bunkers. Um, So, like, Bermuda Rough, I'll actually chip mainly with my sandwich.
3: Which has more Uh, bounce. More bounce. Mm -hmm. Actually, the
2: fairway, too. I don't know if you guys, how close you got up by the greens, but, I mean... Of course is in fantastic shape, but short of the greens is all Bermuda into the grain. And now after the rain is soft, it's gnarly. You'll yeah. see, guys. I promise you, flubbing chips this week. Like, we oh,
1: saw yeah. like crazy today. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, just yeah, contacts yeah. got to be so perfect.
2: And believe it or not, you were seeing guys flubbing them with that was with preferred lies. We were teeing those things. Yeah, up yeah, today. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're playing the ball down, sitting down a little bit, oh, like I had one today. Ball in hand, I'm like, I told Wave, I'm like, dude, on. I'm a good short game player. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not chipping this. Like I have to. I, that's, you, I could easily hit this six inches in the
3: front. Of me. And there's a lot of water green side in some of these holes too. If you're yeah. on the other side with you know yeah. lie like you're talking about, yeah. and um, you know even even if the water even if the pin's not close to the water, it can get a little sketchy. Yeah.
0: How hard is it? People like always say like saying like tunnel dive vision, especially with golf and like not looking at the leaderboard stuff like that. If you had some tournaments where like you go real deep and you're in the featured group, like you hear roars from the crowd. How hard is it like to not focus on? what other players are doing and yeah. what number you need to have. Like is it almost impossible to not have that in your head?
2: Yeah, I mean I think it's it's not important until it's not important until you'll make a decision differently based on where you are. And that only comes really when you're in contention with I'm gonna say nine or less holes left. Meaning if you're playing nine you got nine holes left, you got a five shot lead like you're going to strategize differently on the right not. sure. now same deal if you had eight holes left and you're two three four back like you're you may or may not strategize a little bit more aggressive i don't i actually i was talking to someone a uh, mental coach out here this week i was telling it's interesting like i think it's so much easier mentally when it's difficult because it's a lot easier to be patient it's a lot easier to be accepting of Bad shots or bad results because you know that it's Makes happening sense. to everybody. Mm. Versus sometimes we get going in the in the summer. Like the scores are really low on tour in the summer. Balls going far. They have to water the courses, so they're pretty soft. We're playing in really pure greens, usually bent greens. And you'll see, you know, like like Fina won those last two weeks. I want to say the winning scores were both like mid twenties. Yeah, bar. yeah, it's crazy. Well. Dude, I'll tell you what. When you're two over after nine holes, the first round, and you know those swarms to win the tournament be twenty right. three under, you're like, holy shit, dude. yeah. Like we're grinding to make the cut now. Versus t- well today I guess. Normal week on this golf course, very difficult golf course. Normally when it's firm and fast, you shoot two over on the front. It's like it's all good. Five under might win this tournament. Sure. So I actually feel like it's a little bit easier to be patient. When it's freaking hard, Open, you You guys were yeah, the Country does. Club. You that saw how sense. hard it was. Like, you're not hitting the panic button, shooting two, three, four over par the first yeah. round because there's so long to go, and you know that these other guys, everybody's going to have a nine, ten, eighteen hole stretch. That's a freaking bitch out there, right? Sure. And, and you're so, trying
3: to stay focused, right? Yeah, for I mean, sure. the, the effort is to try to stay focused when yeah. it's difficult. It's yeah. very easy to stay focused. Yeah, from first to, to last score. shot right yeah. when it's easy when it's birdies and you like you're playing well and you know the scores are low like it's easy to like start kind of chit-chatting and kind of losing track of what you're doing and then you got to try to bring yourself back yeah or you There's start a,
2: pressing trying to yeah trying to make birdies sure to, it's just it's That's it's crazy a, it's, it's an interesting t- dynamic you would think it'd be the other way around yeah it yeah. makes sense though when about, you say the tour right it's like dude a lot of the weeks now it's the the cut is 4 or five under par yeah. That's, and so I'm talking about like not that you're worried about making cuts, but I'm saying if you're not playing the weekend, you're not win the tournament. Yeah. So you go that's, shoot that's even math. part. You go shoot even part of the first round, you're like, "Holy shit, dude, I got to get hot tomorrow to play the weekend." You know? So that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's just the point is it's like you start pressing because you know that everybody around you is going so low. I prefer personally like, oh man, my my mental game, I'm way more in the moment. When it's difficult because also you can't afford to get ahead of yourself you'll just
1: keegan told us um we asked him because he was in a final pairing uh, a little while ago and we said is it like nerve-wracking when you're trying to win a tournament he said it's a lot more nerve-wracking for him anyways and i'm interested to see your take on this when he's right near the cut rather than when he's like trying to like go through and win a tournament and i i found that so interesting because i'm like you think that like with all the TV coverage and everything with you, on when you're trying to win, it'd be way more nerve-wracking. But he was like, you know what, I already know I'm, I'm like basically in the money, I'm doing well, and I can relax a lot more. When you're in the cut, it's like it's a lot of pressure, no? It's
2: funny. I've never heard anyone else say that. I feel exactly the same way. And the, the reason being also, think about it from this perspective. If you're in the top five going into the final round, you're playing some freaking really good golf. So, you're like, oh, dude, I'm I'm good, like I'm playing great. You start shooting some okay scores, and then you need to perform. You're like, man, I'm just not, I'm just not playing that well. Not seeing putts going in. I'm driving it all over the place. My wedges, the irons aren't tight. I think that's probably part of it. And I agree with him. I've had tons of scenarios where I will feel less comfortable in fifteenth or twentieth place than I do right up with a chance to win because I'm like, man, I'm playing well. And to his point. I mean, yeah, there's a difference. But, like, dude, if you're going to make three hundred fifty or $550,000, yeah. like, you're pretty thrilled either way. Yeah. I'm saying, but, like, you're like, hey, man, like, I have an opportunity to win. You know what I mean? You're not worried about going backwards. Cause you're like, yeah. you don't get an opportunity to win that often. It's hard yeah, hard to do, man.
1: I see a, I see a situation, you know? like, with Mito Pereira for the PGA Championship when he was so close and had it. And, like, that's a difference of, like, what, one or two million dollars. Like, that's a life-changing amount of money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a really good golfer, and he's going to be good. But, like, to me... I always feel like when i'm playing and i'm trying to win i'm always like conscious of what the people behind me are doing but i guess it's just it's just a different dynamic and it's a different way of like looking at the game i guess and i think for me and this is something perez has shown me is like when you play your best golf you just kind of stay in your own lane and you just kind of focus on what you're doing and not surround yourself with what everyone else is and that's something i have to learn how to do yeah. not that i'm playing at any tournaments and not even is what but, you're
3: doing it's or what you've done right before. I mean, it's every shot, every shot's an independent thing. Like it, it, you, you hitting, you know, you got an eight iron from the middle of fairway. You're not going to hit a, a better eight iron because you've just birdied the last four holes. It's still an eight iron swing that doesn't care if you're four under or four over. You have to focus on hitting your best shot. Every shot that's put in front of you. And if you do that for 18 holes and come up for, you know, come up for air, the, the effect of that is going to be a really good score.
2: hundred percent. Yeah. That's the key. And it's sounds so easy right? to yeah. talk about. Right. Mm. But doing it is, is challenging. I would say every player on tour at some level struggles with staying in the moment or not pressing or whatever. At some point, obviously yeah. everybody, Tiger Woods, best mental player of all time. You hear him talk about stuff like that sometimes, right? Like, oh, I was pressing. I was trying to do it. Yeah. It's like, it's, well that's a that's nature you're trying to win
3: yeah that's what i was gonna ask you if you
2: if say you're you're out of it you're gonna miss the cut on a friday and you know it are you just just gonna say Fuck it, and just start like slinging trick shots or like are you like no, are I, you I always and in and look it look at it like look you don't get the opportunity to get reps right that often in that environment yeah so yeah is it meaningless yes oh. but is it still a pga tour golf course set up in the tournament? Right. Yes. So take advantage of it.
0: Right. You know what made me look at golf different and it was either you or big wave said it to me that pretty much with the tour that I think a lot of people don't know is that you guys are independent contractors and you have to pay for the flights for your caddy, yeah. your coach right. and all of that stuff. So if you fly cross country, you pay for all of that, then you're fighting to be into the cut. Right. And it's like, if you don't make the cut, yeah, you pack up and go home. You, you lost money. Yeah. Which either you or Big Wave said that to me, and I always I, watch I'm golf differences.
2: Uh, I don't think a lot of people. Maybe they either haven't thought about it, or they just don't realize that that's the case. I right? didn't, but it's yeah. I would say, to my knowledge, is probably the only sport that you can go to an event as at the highest level, not perform well. Yeah, the, and yeah, I'd say realistically, like you miss cut. By the time you you pay your team and travel and all that, I know it's, it's, I know it's eight to twelve grand probably, you know. But honestly, the thing that really sucks about missing a cut is when you're far from home, and you're playing the next week, and you're like, "Damn, I gotta sit here for two fucking days."
3: Oh, yeah. because you've yeah, already it doesn't make you sense both- to
2: go home for a day. You know what I mean? It's like I gotta go yeah, too far or to right. be home for twenty four hours, so I'm gonna sit here. On, like, I did this in uh, Minnesota because we were going to Detroit. Missed a cut in Minnesota. I, I freaking practiced at the course on Saturday, Sunday. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to go, like, lay over, go home, yeah. lay over yeah. again, especially with the to no get there Monday lately. night. Like, I mean, I don't Just even know. Are yeah. yeah. you, you watching? You if you're not playing, Do you, are you watching? Yeah, if you're I'll not, watch not playing the tour? Especially if, like, a friend of mine's doing well. Gotcha. But yeah, I'll, I'll peek at it. I always look at the leaderboard and stuff. But yeah, I mean, dude, the miss cut, like, sucks to. Obviously, Sucks to miss a a cut in in Minnesota. (laughs) You miss a cut in in Hawaii,
0: California.
3: You miss a cut in
2: the wrong spot, and you're playing the next Uh,
3: week. I didn't realize that you could go out on Saturday, Sunday, even if you'd miss the cut, (laughs) and practice. practice. You just go to the range, yeah. Use the
2: gym. They have a gym truck or whatever
0: that travels with the tour. So on the other side of that... Wow! Whoa, Bobby! <laughs> Look boy. at that! After. <laughs> wow, that was, that was a big time.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Look that finger, hey, dog. Get, yeah. That was a birdie. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Look <laughs> <Lick>
3: that finger,
1: <laughs> dog.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I people need to see what happened. I really? That hope gracious! You
0: got that. I really. Oh uh, man, Bob. Whew. On on another note, <laughs> other side of that, if you are playing great. How good does it feel like every night you go home and you know you're in it, you know you're playing great? Does it? Is it just like an ultimate feeling?
2: I wish I could say yes, but I think it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's great, but it's. it takes a lot out of you, dude. Playing good golf takes a lot out of you because you've seen it. You've seen what comes with, you know, being in one of the final pairings. The crowd. Not that that's an – it's not a problem. I'm saying it's just – it's an exhausting yeah. experience. It's, right? it's a long freaking day. It's a stressful it's yeah. long <sighs> day. But, like, you finish and you play well on Saturday. And you're like, all right, shit, all right. And then you're like, I, man, I got to, like, bear down and get one more good one out of this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, got a long time to, 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 wait to wait on Sunday, you too. Guys, how often do you see guys, especially guys that haven't won a lot, they'll win. And they'll go out the next week and shoot a million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the, yeah. The, <laughs> and you bet him, you're like he's playing well, well right now. Yeah, you're like this the top. Top forty, easy. Yeah, yeah. he just shot 77, 76 missed yeah. by twelve. You're like, what just happened? But I'm saying it's like
3: he just exhales. It happens yeah, a lot. Right? Right? He, exactly. he, he did in like the exhale. Like, um, yeah. After you majors. A beat,
2: dude. You know what I think
0: about, dude? This sounds so ridiculous, but it's true. And then you think about it from their side. Are like, you about to
3: compare yourself to.
0: No, we've okay. had a day where we bet on these guys like on a Sunday. And at the end of the 18, we're like, we're exhausted. Yeah. And then we come back the next that. week and, and lose even more. Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. thing yeah. if you yeah. think about but it. But you know what I mean? Like, we'll bet on a guy on a Sunday. I think that's why. If you go back, and I think we take
1: it for granted, if you go back and watch what Tiger did. And like just how much he dominated, like it wasn't even close. That makes his legacy just so much more impressive. The fact that like he would be behind going into the final day by six, seven strokes. And people are like, Oh yeah, Tiger's probably gonna come back and win. And like guys are gripping the clubs like tighter because he's like two, three behind. And it's like this guy was doing it for like yeah. a full year to two years. Oh, he did he did it couldn't for a decade. miss.
3: Nobody won on the clip the Tiger won. I mean, you just look at his odds when he went into that that St Andrews uh, British Open in two thousand, he was two to one. He was two to one. Crazy. He was plus that, yeah. 200 <laughs> to win a major, <laughs> which win, obviously yeah. those odds, they knew people killed. were going to bet on him. So the odds were skewed. It probably like should have been even plus 500 stupid, right? Like plus 600 is like, whoa, this guy's really a favorite. He's plus 200. and he won. Yeah. Of course he did. The picture uh, you post on Instagram of you and Tiger oh. and you said, you captioned, I think it was like, what did Tiger tell me? Like,
2: what did he say? Oh, so it was, um, we're at the PGA and uh, I'm sure they had it at the US Open too oh you guys were at both on mm-hmm. the range there they had I don't know who does it Top Tracer yeah. or uh, Trackman or whatever yeah. where they're showing the lasers on the range with shots and they're yeah. showing the spin and the launch and the ball speed and that and the day before I was on the range and Matt Wolf, who's probably one of the Longest hitters, well, now he's on the lid, but when he was on tour, he was one of the longest hitters out here. I was just kind of, it was really hot there, too. I was just chilling, watching him hit some balls for a second, taking a breather, and he's just swinging out of his ass. And it says 199 ball speed. And I'm like, that is nuclear. But I'm like, there's no freaking way that's 199. Like, that thing's juiced. (laughs) It's probably 192, but I'm saying it wasn't 199. So I'm like, this thing's juiced. So the next day I'm hitting on the range next to Tiger. And I'll tell you what, Tiger, every time I've ever talked to him has been outstanding. But he's certainly usually not someone that's going to, like, spark up a conversation,
0: right? Right. You like, got go to go to him. him.
2: I'll give him. A, he'll give me a head nod and kind of what's up and then move on. But I'm hitting next to him on the range. And, dude, I mean, there's – it's incredible. God bless that guy. I mean, he literally can't hit balls for five minutes without 15 cameras being right there. yeah. I mean, you know, I haven't seen that much of him just because, like, since I've been on tour, he's kind of been hurt, like, right. pretty much the whole time. But, like, you, I've been around, like, Rory. He's probably the most popular player now, yeah. or Jordan. Sure. And, like, there will be a camera. <laughs> Tiger has 15. It's crazy. And that's now. It's crazy. Anyways, so there's all these cameras. And he's hit drivers, and he has his launch monitor that's on up, up on his phone or his caddy's phone. And it shows up 185 ball speed. I go, I go, dude, who'd you pay to freaking throw that 185? There's no chance. That's 185. I go, what'd you get? He goes, yeah, mine said 170. Like, yeah, okay. I go, the crazy part is you're going to freaking break the internet. It's not even legit. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, did you tiger,
3: dude? He's swinging it well. One eighty five Better than he was in his prime. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, he's in a 30 pass where he did in 2008. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah, but it was just, just so I was just busting his ball. So I was like, man. I was like, the funny part, if anybody else's thing out here was juiced, you'd be like, oh, damn, like McElroy's shipping it. But it's like, he does that. It's like, oh, he's back. We're back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah right, for yeah. sure. Right. right, right. It's for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, my God. Somebody's
3: got the stats somewhere of the last time and yeah. they recorded 185 ball speed out of tiger. And they're like, we haven't seen this since the 20, you know, 2006 Bridgestone. know, two thousand six Bridgestone one by eight. Right, yeah. exactly. I can't <laughs> so like,
2: I, he always has this guy, Rob, that's like a really good friend of his that's always out kinda of like just handle I mean he's always with him taking care of stuff, etc. And Rob and I are both like big Dodger fans, so we're you know fairly friendly. And he heard me say that to Tiger. Obviously I don't have Tiger's number, but I got Rob's number. So that evening I saw someone tweeted a picture of that. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know if it said anything crazy, but it was like, oh damn like Tiger's hammering it. And so I just screenshot it and sent it to Rob. I go, I told you you're going to break the internet out of these drives on the PGA. I, had,
0: um, it, I don't know. I, it might have been Keegan or, or somebody had told me he played a, a with with Tiger. And he said, of course, like it's just so much different playing the round with him. That what he'll do, like out of respect, and he talked to him about it or whatever, that if Tiger is a little bit out, like he's very close to the hole, but his ball's out, he let it might have been Keegan. He let, and Keegan's like a little ahead of him. It's both putts that they're gonna make. Yeah. He'll let and putt Keegan, out, probably. oh yeah, he so that the, out, yeah. so that is, the yeah. gallery doesn't Correct. just start charging yep. over, which Correct. to me is insane. He's and again, good
3: about think that, man. About. He is. You know, I mean, and that's I, something yeah. he—that's a burden that he has to think about that no one else has yep. to. Right? I had never right? even
2: thought about that. It makes all the sense in the world. Honestly, that's really cool that he does that. Yeah. because people running all over the place when you got three footers—not fun. you know, and not that it's like. You're gonna miss them, but I'm just saying. Like, at that point, it's a, that's a legitimate disadvantage, right? Yeah, to deal with. Well, on, a t- long, on yeah. an scale, probably, a eighteen hole scale or a thirty six. They talk
3: Tiger effect when it comes to like getting paired with him. Right. Like, it, there's an impact on like it's. I don't remember what how many strokes it was, but at one point they were like looked at the averages. It was like yeah. a stroke and a half yeah. difference yeah. between playing with Tiger and not playing with it's Tiger, even in the same. Yeah, have you
2: been just, paired with him? I haven't. No, okay. I never even played one hole with him. It's
0: what you said is really true, though. Most, I mean, 99% of players you would think wouldn't have to think about that. No, and stuff.
3: probably early in his career he didn't because he was so focused, but, he, you know, he might not even realized it, but as he got, you know, kind of older, I'm sure, you know, he's just, you get you get experience, and he probably realized at some point that, like, this is making an impact on people. And, he, and before, he might not have cared. He might have thought that was the advantage he that he got. It. He might have loved it, right? Maybe there was a point know. in his career that he... You know? took advantage of those things. Right. And not in like a, like a, like a bad way, but like, it's part of his effect on guys. the tour. But now he's like, he's definitely come. There was a point. It seemed like where he was kind of in his own world on purpose when it came to the tour and hanging out and making friends and stuff. Cause he was there for one reason. And now he's, it seems, in the last few years, since, I feel yeah. like he's happy to be back. Yeah. He feels fortunate that he's out there again. And I think he's not taking it for granted at all. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's more friendly, it seems like, in, with like everybody. An His reception, now. Yeah. His
2: reception on tour, like, it's, it's pretty cool to see, actually. I mean, all dude, every player out there, when he's playing a tournament, is, like, thrilled that he's back
1: playing. It's you know? so yeah. good for the tour, so that's man. Cool. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's great, great for everybody.
2: But, I mean, it's like you said, I mean, clearly, and he's talked about this over and over. I mean, with his injuries, like, he's not going to play the schedule no. that he's ever played in the past. But, like, I think in a way, from a non-competitive stance whatsoever, like, you almost, like, cherish playing a tournament that he's playing because, I don't know, I mean, he's not yeah. played that many. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he's only you playing know, so majors like, right I now, it seems I like. I you I can count on two hands the amount of tournaments that I've played that he's played as well. Like and you've been out and how long have you been this out my here fifth year on tour, but I'm it's saying crazy. He's been pretty injured for yeah. a pretty fair amount of time. Right. So it's good to, it's really cool to see him play. You don't yeah. see it that often. Yeah. Um, and I think in a way to your point, I think he appreciates playing probably more than he ever has in his yeah. life. And not to mention he was injured all the time when he was playing awesome too. I'm just saying yeah. at this yeah, point, it's, it's like crazy. it's a different level, right? It's like, i have He was injured, but like he'd take time off, get healthy, and then play for a long time and then get hurt again. Mm. Now it's like, it feels like he plays, but he's never really like 100% or even close.
1: You think, guys, maybe it's like one of the reasons why he stayed away from Liv is because now he can just stay with the tour and just play his four majors or whatever and and focus on that. I think that that probably has some impact to some degree rather than playing all these other
3: tournaments. Um, I'm sure he values, you know, I'm not going to put words in Tiger Woods' mouth, but. I think he probably values the what he can play at this point from here on out. He wants it to mean something, and at this point, nobody, even the biggest proponents of live golf, can say that any of those tournaments move the needle in anyone's mind from like a you know legacy perspective. You know, maybe at one point they will, but right now, dude, like yeah. no one cares what, like about I mean, those about tournaments. Those legacies, Tour it, thing, it is right. So if he's gonna spend and, his and time, yeah, yes. he doesn't. He doesn't need that. Bag from no, Liz. He like, doesn't, dude. And I think what do they offer him though, eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When, yeah. how much is too much? When you've got yeah. that, like, yeah. what's 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 you know? When you got eight hundred million, what's eight hundred million more day to day? I mean, it, it would you know, would it, it would impact generations of Woods going forward? Yeah. Right. Like, it would double the impact generationally. You would think maybe, and you know, there's a whole lot of finance in there, but like even further. But you know, if he's going to go out and play five times a year. You know, or seven times a year and four of them are majors. He wants those three tournaments to have something to them. You know, a memorial or, you know, the Torrey Pines tournament. These things that he doesn't have, you know, he, he, there's no point to go try to help somebody else create something. That he he spent his whole career putting a tour higher than it was when he started. Why is he going to do that again right now?
0: Do you notice, Bo, and this is like on a whole other note, like with... Obviously, Tiger helped the game so much, but, like, now the game, I, it almost feels like is more popular than ever. Do you notice, like, even the younger guys coming in because how many people are playing it now and the competition is harder? Like, you already have all these guys that you have to worry about on tours of now. Are the younger guys coming in? Are they just getting better and better for the new guys coming in?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would say the game from a competitive level, it has to be the best that it's ever been. I mean, depth-wise... Age-wise, you have a ton of young guys. I mean, it's incredible, right? It's, it's awesome. But, yeah, I totally agree. I, I was saying this when I came out of college. I had played in some U.S. Opens, played in a tour event. And I was like, man, these guys are really good. But I'll tell you what, there's a handful of college players a year that can compete and win on the PGA Tour. I honestly believe that. And I said that, and this was kind of before it really was, like, really happening. I would say like frankly be, since Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth probably the first guy that was really yeah. super competitive at a really young age. Dude, that almost feels in a way like normal now. Like yeah. guys within 2 3 years of coming out of college are winning, contending a lot, winning majors. Oh, look Ryder at Talor President's Cup. Caldi like, G- yeah. Victor. Yeah, but, um, but you're seeing Wolf like, one quick. Yeah, but you're seeing it all over the place. Um, but you also still have guys, not that Rory's old, but I'm saying relatively to those guys he is. I mean, he's, how old do you think Rory is? 30? 30, like 30, 30, 30, 30, 34. Yeah. yeah,
3: 33, 34 probably. Mid, Mid-30s. Mid-30s. Yeah. 34.
2: But he's been, I guess I would just call him a veteran because he's played for so long. I mean, he turned pro his if I had to guess. I mean, he's been playing forever. He is still as good as he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's... Arguably at his prime. I mean, I'm not talking about like wins. I'm talking about just golf games. Golf like, game, yeah. He's incredible, right? Yeah. He's but exactly. he's now competing against a flurry of young guys and late twenties guys too, and all the way up. I mean, some guys, you know, still really good till forty. But I think I think you'll see in this next generation, because of how we've grown up playing, because it's been, like distance has been a big issue since we were young that you'll start to see kind of my generation being competitive, in my opinion, later into their 40s. Okay. Because I think the people that are at that age now, they didn't grow up with this distance thing being sure. such a priority when they were young. Right. So they've almost, in a way, like a lot of guys have been short. it almost got longer with age. Longer yeah. Correct. Yeah. But I think you'll see guys like in my generation, actually, we've just been long. And you stay long. And there will probably be younger guys that come up and hit it even further, but I'm saying, like, dude, if you hit 300, like, you're okay. You can't hit it 275. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that you'll start to see guys stay competitive into their mid-late 40s, assuming they can stay healthy enough to do that. But um, I think the generation that's there right now, distance wasn't the thing when they were growing up. It was all an accuracy thing. And I think you're starting to see probably starting, like, with guys near Rory's age, like distance was a big deal from like the time he was a little kid.
0: Last thing that I got for you, just in regards to the visor, because you're one of the sole guys. Not many guys are rocking the visor and right. only the visor. Does it like? Is it? Are you just more comfortable with it? Does it <laughs> help? You? I love that there's a guy out there like you, know, you got. I'd like to see more bucket hat guys out there. Like mm-hmm. you do rep the visor. Not many do it. Is it more comfortable or does it help?
2: It looks. Cool. It looks. (laughs) Yeah. Look good, play good, Bob. You You got out the hair. Yeah, Yeah. you got a great patch. In a way, like a subtle, like I got a nice mop too. Yeah, it's a a subtle. You got it, dude. dude, if you if you're wearing a bucket, guy could be could have a beautiful mop. I wear a bucket all the time. Could be Yeah. Yeah. Could be somewhere in the middle. Could be a guy that Q's throwing a wig on. Could sure. be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what they say,
3: Bob. Sex sells. It you
0: does. It does. does. <laughs> I even noticed with Cutsy, ever since we played with Bo, Cutsy started bringing out the visor. Yeah, yeah.
1: Started nice. wearing a He's patch
2: yeah. like Cutsy. Mm-hmm. The thing is, my hair's
1: hit. too long sometimes. Like, I got to oh, maintain it so it's like yeah. yeah. yeah, this. Oh, a, a problem. problem. Wow. Yeah. That's a oh, good I
3: problem.
2: Think, I think, dude, to be honest, I've talked to some, you know, the, vi- the tour visor, the big visor, not the Lane Kiffin visor, but, like, the flat brand. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you got to have a tall forehead, Go too. Yeah, you got to have the right. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, a lot of guys, that was bigger 23, Fred like Couples. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 23 years ago, that was kind of almost, like, semi-the-standard. Yeah, Bubba's and, a big visor guy. But those guys, a lot of those guys that wore in the era Freaking bald now so Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I can tell Like you can tell Damn, When an old guy Like visor. wants to wear a visor He's like Damn like this guy's wearing the visor Yeah <laughs> it, So were you inspired
3: By somebody or you just saw the visor And you're like uh, I'm a visor guy
2: I don't know You know I started to see him In the pro shops In high school And like I just Cop one like Wherever I went <laughs> they are, they're, they're just different so, They're unique yeah. It makes you usually cheaper it. Than, yeah, were, yeah, than the hat than Did you get Were people like why, Like What's with the visor At the beginning Or you just like yeah cause I don't know I think I feel like it's tough to like not respect the
1: Oh, that's oh true. it is yeah. tough yeah. Yeah. I respect so it so much you yeah my just low I'll key a flat I think it's cool yeah, I'll, I'll you, I like, think the cool. difference
2: would be like if you were to say like it's you could certainly not respect a flat bill on the course cuz it's not traditional
0: not This is like, dude, we're throwing
2: this back. Yeah. <laughs> it has yeah. subtle swag to it <laughs> yeah. too. It's got dude, subtle swag. Also, from
0: a marketing standpoint, yeah. it's like if you're just it's a bigger anywhere on space. The course, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> and you just see like the visor, you're like, "Oh, there's a good chance that's Bo Hassler." Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've got there's something I'm sure season. when you
3: got to 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 Austin, dude, that Texas visor yeah, with, the t- with the with the titleist script yeah. that says Texas, yeah. that's that's like that's high level stuff. Like yeah, if that. somebody rocks that in like a high school match, like you better bring some freaking game, dude.
1: Yeah, I feel like you gotta play better. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, you yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta you know you can't let the visor down. Now if I see a bucket hat, I don't expect the guy to be a good golfer.
1: <laughs> well, maybe we it's not taking a shot. At fairways, and yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying. No, I like, set the it's ball. <relax>. It's more of a rocks fit. You know, it's yeah, more like I'm go going everywhere. out to have a good
3: time with the boys. That's true. That's I, kind of like yeah. more chill, you know? I have ro- I rocked the uh, Bucket Hat exclusively when I went up to New York and played with my dad at, at Oak Hill. Clean and I you. played great. No. And it, there's something about playing great the with the visor the on. The
2: different. You notice
3: oh, that? Oh, it, dude, It's it's, it's like loud. being in a... Yeah, it's sort of like you're in a tunnel. Yeah. It's very I odd. Like it. Yeah, I like it's my, a little weird.
2: It sounds like I'm freaking clanking it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful, yeah. It's nice.
0: You're like, am I talking
2: weird? Like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, um, I mean, definitely, the Bob does Sports, we we have our select guys. I mean, Bo Hostler will always be. Oh, firmly yeah. cemented. Yeah.
3: The Mount it, Rushmore of, yeah. of scoring <laughs> throws for I us. I
2: from Big Wave this evening, by
3: the way. I know, oh, dude. Oh. Big Wave's getting here. I don't think that, soul, yeah, we have to yeah. talk about it. Uh, I mean, Big Big just give Wave that a little something a here.
2: Big
0: of, part of, of, I mean, Big Wave is a huge That's why we're all sitting here, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: yeah. True. I did give him the blessing, though. He goes, hey, he's like, dude, the podcast, he goes, I'm wiped, dude. I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's not irreparable damage. Like, no, he, he I mean he carried, no, he carried it. a yeah he carried a <laughs>
3: golf bag it. around in August in the Memphis. I on mean, tour,
2: by
0: the way. yeah, well, he, he just texted me. He said, uh, "I just passed out for a couple hours. I'm sorry, dude. But will be better for the pot, anyways." We were gonna have Bo regardless. Yeah, that's, like that's we a, a bad Bo. deflection. A big Wave acting like you. yeah yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like we weren't gonna have Big Bo. Wave acting like we were gonna push <laughs> Bo off the set. Yeah.
1: We only have five mics, so yeah. Bo, uh, we'll Do get
0: we you know, in the next yeah, episode. Yeah, this one we're gonna roll fine, with Big we'll take Wave. Bo. Yeah. But uh, but we really do, man. We appreciate you. We're always in your corner, big dog. Keep repping the visor and sure. um, let's ladies get some barbecue. and gentlemen. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's Are we get get go some, bar- some barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. let's
2: import. Let's overnight some Scott's donuts too. Whoa! One last thing. What is the, what is the go-to
1: donut for you? Yeah, what's your like a swarming? Even be,
2: there's two. I'm big like on the cake donuts, so, like the old-fashioned little like thickness to it is really nice. Dense, dense donut. Yeah, I don't like so, yeah, the.
3: You probably don't like Krispy Kreme, no, man. They're too yeah. soft. You don't like Krispy Kreme? melt in your mouth. It tastes good, but yeah. it's the texture. Like
1: they're I like so good
2: old-fashioned, like an old-fashioned glaze, really good. Dude, if you can get not a super fluffy like maple bar, like a little bit of girth in it, maple bar is <laughs> unreal. Have you ever had Voodoo's
1: donuts in yeah, Portland? Yeah, they're nice. Those are good. I need like a donut. Right. Right. Yeah, donut. Top five like
2: donut. Yeah, yeah. So I went to a place in Charleston this past week called Annie's Hot Donuts. And I've also been to another place called Duck Donuts.
3: Duck Donuts is fire. Okay. <laughs> that's, out of, that's out of Duck, North no Carolina, Outer, a surprise Banks. There. That's in Outer Banks. That's an Outer Banks. I grew up going there.
2: So I'll give the concept. And, you know, basically, Perez can obviously test. Basically, they're <laughs> taking these, and they're cake donuts. Yep. You start with a standard cake donut, literally straight out of the fryer. They have whatever glaze you want. So you want maple, you mm-hmm. want chocolate, you want um. What would you call it, old-fashioned? Or oh, just normal glaze. Yeah, uh, it's really, yeah. But they, they're going to dip it in there like this. They're going to get it halfway. They're going to pull it, and then they got whatever topping. It's like I mean, Subway. Can,
3: it's like Subway for yeah. donuts. They give Whoa, you like a start, it's fresh and you're hot. like, "What do you want?" And you're like, "Oh, this give me strawberry icing with this, and like throw a pe- throw a little like bacon on top bacon, of the Bacon,
2: M Ms, whatever yeah. you want." But, dude, here's the thing. I'm talking from the time it comes out of the fryer to when it hits your mouth is less than four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like, you could go to a donut shop. And that Pace could of play. Be a Pace oh, wow. play, of yeah. yeah. play is awesome. Maybe Bo be is really a, a yeah. donut connoisseur of you know some one of my of some favorite
0: sorts. Bob the Sports clips that doesn't get enough credit? We, Bo, it was Bo versus me, Cutsy, and the caddy Big Wave Dave, our guy, and we finally got a hole on him. Like Bo was just tearing it up. Or maybe we even have them. We might not have even got a hole. We no, like, have
2: just to extend the map yeah. yeah. And Cutsy turns to me. He's like, "Dude, he's like, I think
0: Bo, I think Bo's a little bit worried." And then Jed cuts to the cam. It's the car cam of Bo, and it turns to Bo, and he's just eating donuts. <laughs> got yeah, yeah. like three donuts during our match. As yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. as yeah. Yeah. you. Could he's, he's, he's flustered, cluster. all right. Could be
3: less worried. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's got room. an apple fritter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. Oh man, I tell you, awesome episode, fellas. I really yep. enjoyed it, Bo. Thanks for stopping by. I'm just glad by. your
2: fingers sticky. You didn't lick it off. That <laughs> yeah, was that amazing. Was a weird I, I mean, we did.
0: We uh, did you Get the film. Out? I, I was yeah, that no, should, should, should be on film. Bob tried to trying it. to keep it together after tune. I wanted to keep laughing. That was tremendous. Um, another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Bob the Sports Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Not for us, but for Bo Hostler. We'll see you next time. Bob Does Sports.
2: All up. All
3: right. out, it out, 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 that was good. good
2: job,